0: Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and video show which brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe so you won't miss a new episode. I'm your host Fritz Pussmaker and today I'm delighted and privileged to have a conversation with Maria Gallo. Maria, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me here. I'm delighted.
0: Allow me to introduce uh, who Maria is. She calls herself an alumni trailblazer. She's the author of the book, The Alumni Way, visiting researcher, uh, research fellow at Trinity, expert alumni advisor at the CERN in Geneva, and the founder and MD of Kite Keep in Touch Education. Well, uh, Maria, again, welcome to the program. And this is the first question I have to ask you, Maria, uh, you call yourself an alumni trailblazer, how many are there in the world? <laughs>
1: It's a good question. I'm going to answer that in two ways, I think. uh, that One is that, um, yes, I'm probably one of the only people that can call themselves an alumni trailblazer, because I do make it my mission um, to have people think differently about their alumni potential. We all have that as part of who we are, um, part of our alumni status. So I want people to think about their alumni networks differently. So um, that's what makes me an alumni trailblazer. But the second part of that answer that I really think um, is important is that um, there are a lot of uh, other alumni trailblazers in the world, and that includes many many people that are being highlighted by their universities, by their colleges, by their schools for the social impact that they're having, for their um, their career success, for their excellence in their research work. Um, so these are also alumni trailblazers. These are people that are um, inspirational to others and make for incredible role models. So they are also two alumni trailblazers, although it might not be part of their um, their LinkedIn
0: profile. Okay, now I got that. But the fact that you put it on your LinkedIn profile also makes me assume you're very conscious of your personal brand.
1: Mm, that's so true. And um, it is, uh, I have spent uh, many years um, studying um, alumni relationships. I did my doctoral studies at the University of Sheffield in this area. I have um, published in this area. And and I do um, a lot of um, scholarly research and um, consultancy research around the world in um, in building alumni relationships. And I really want um, to um, to make people, like I say, think differently uh, um, about alumni relationships. And that comes at both the organizational level um, and also at the personal level. So people um, personally do that, and and I think that that does start you know first with my brand, so that people can kind of see front and center what I do. Which is when people think of the word alumni, I want them to think of me.
0: Okay, now good point. I got that. Um, actually, that's why I call myself a digital connector because of the same reasons. To be honest, mm. I'll be open about that. But um, let's go back to alumni. Um, now. There are so many networks out there, if you look at it, uh, where you are a part of or were a part of, what sets an alumni network apart from the rest?
1: Mm. That's a really good question. I think I want people to be thinking that pretty much any shared or formal experience that they've had in their life, they can be an alumni of that experience. Because there
0: are other people. So it's not restricted to formal education? That's right. It's
1: not. And that's what's so exciting about it is that, you know, you can, and it's those those experiences that are maybe the most transformational for you. So it could have been that you went to um, a summer camp. It could be a a sports activity that you um, participated in. It could be um, an award that you received, Um, and then you become an alumni. So you're connected to other people who also received that scholarship or award. But of course, it can also be connected to where you did go to, um, to university or college or even um, in secondary school, of course, it can, it can span all across those different areas.
0: Okay, then maybe for the audience sake, what's the definition of alumni you use when you describe
1: the networks as you are doing right now? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, the the pure definition of alumni is a former student of a college or university. So that's the pure yeah. definition. Yeah. But I like kind of a widened definition. So an alum, a, a, you know, a member of an alumni community, so um, if you're an alum, which is a um, sometimes you can, you can call it an alumnus, which is a, a male or alumna for a female, but alum is a nice common gender neutral term. Um, an alum is somebody that is, um, had any shared um, experience, whether that is um, a former um, you know, company that they worked in, it could be, like I said, a sports team, it can be an organization they were a part of, a scholarship that they received. So it's a much more broad definition. And that's the definition I like to use. Um, because it allows us to connect to so many different networks and so many people that are within those networks and resources that are in those networks. So that's, that's the, the power of, of alumni connection.
0: Got it. Now, if you want to make use of your former networks, uh, that also, for me the first thing which comes to mind is, okay, you have to have behaved yourself that people remember you favorably.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way. Yeah. And, 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 kindness, um, that, um, you know, when you're, when you're working within a network and and you want to connect with your network, uh, it should be a two way street. So I always say to people, there are kind of those, those questions that you really need to ask, which is, um, you know, you might have a reason you want to reach out to somebody and it could be that you do it through LinkedIn, Totally. And that happens all the time. Um, And uh, but you have to also think about, um, you know, asking that question. um, uh, Is there anything I can help you with? Because often people are out looking for something for themselves. Maybe they want to just have a quick conversation, a quick uh, coffee online. Uh, The world has now become so small because we have normalized these kinds of conversations. and, And that's how we're able to even be here today is through our connections that we have, which is amazing. Um, so you want to be able to make sure that people feel that it's not just you asking for something and that, that um, uh, you know, a network is really a two way street. So you need to be asking, you know, um, what, uh, you know, what can I, uh, is there anything I can help you with? And you'd be surprised what the answer might be. And the second one is always to ask, um, who else should, do you think I should meet so that you can start building and, you know, building that network further?
0: Got that. Uh, oh, I, I, Before I ask, because I don't know the answer to this question, but sure. what did you study? And is there a link between what you studied and the fact that you started this whole movement of the Luminary? Such
1: a good question. Um, so I studied, um, I did my undergraduate studies in political science. Um, and, um, and within that, I studied um, public policy and public right. administration. So I had a real passion for wanting to um, have a connection to public service. Um, and so, and immediately after graduation, I actually worked at the university. So I'm one of those people that right after graduation, I had a job and I strolled across the campus to my new, my new position. Um, and I, um, I did my undergraduate at the University of Toronto and that's what I had studied. And, um, and then as I, I spent more and more time, um, I also did my, my um, postgraduate studies in public sector management. I was very interested in that field. And I started to get really curious about why I worked at a university in a, in a public um, university and I worked um, at a public university in Canada and um, now in my home in Ireland. And I started to wonder why other people um, didn't see the value of wanting to stay connected to their university, because I was there all the time and I could see all these amazing opportunities. So I decided to do my doctoral studies to study just that. And um, so I did a higher education, um, doctoral um, qualification, where I looked at alumni and focused on alumni connections.
0: Okay, well, I'm making an assumption right now based on your story. I mean, you're one of those people who stayed at their university, so more or less kept on doing what uh, they were educated for. Uh, A lot of people once they finish uh, university, they go completely off on a tangent, do something completely different. Yes. So, would it still be relevant for those groups, that, that majority of people who are doing something else with their life?
1: Absolutely, and and even more so because when you're connected in a in a college or a university, and you've decided I'm going to go a different direction, think of all the other people that are all that you're connected to because you've all had that shared experience at the university or at the college um, that they've also gone in different directions. So you don't just have that horizontal network of people that um, you know from your year or from your um, residence or um, from your 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 discipline of what you studied, but you also have this incredible vertical network of people who um, also have, d- have done a variety of different things they are studied they studied music or engineering or medicine and all of these other areas that might be the things that you want to get into so it's an opportunity to kind of um, reach out to these people and say you know we both went to um x institution and um, i'm also curious about um, music uh, education or i'm also curious about um research in in this field and um, could we have a a quick Online Zoom for 15 okay. minutes so I can hear about your your career.
0: Yeah, because um, that's probably what you're covering in your book, The Alumni Wake. Um, yes. Who is the, who did you write this book for?
1: That's a really good question. So I wrote the book primarily for recent graduates. Okay. Uh, and students so it is for um people who are kind of at that crossroads in their life in particular yeah. but it also is really for anybody who um you know we don't all stay in a, in a traditional career path anymore and we're kind of all moving different per- career paths so maybe as as you go through your career and think that you're you might be mid-career and thinking you know what should i do next how do i kind of pivot my career um that reading this book will really give you a sense on ah i actually have a wider network than i thought. It's not just people working in uh, this particular area of engineering, for example. I actually have a connection to people who have incredible other, um, other careers, other paths, and I can actually connect with them and start to build my network in that direction. Uh, and it's a way to do that. And that's the reason I wrote the book. Okay, so this uh,
0: uh, the way I now interpret this book is read for uh, is read, uh, no, uh, written for the individual to help them with their uh, career. At the same time, you're also an expert alumni advisor at CERN. Yes. So, how did an organization like CERN get involved and read, oh, we need to get you in as an advisor? Why did they need you?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question, and I think a lot of scientific organizations like CERN are are recognizing that um, they have this incredible pool of incredible, extraordinary people that have connected at places like CERN, and they're realizing that these are the kinds of people that, um, if connected, uh, and staying connected both to the the organization, but also to each other, they actually can, can create incredible things. So that was the reason, and uh, and part of what I would um, would do is, is just um, help uh, CERN to oversee and to ask those kinds of questions on on how that engagement is is uh, is happening, how it's um, it's staying energized, um, and it just you know think of all that that even you know in those kind of scientific organizations, think of all that. Um, that, um, that knowledge that people have gained and all that connection to CERN and how that might be able to tackle some of the world's greatest problems, you okay. know, looking at the sustainable development goals. Um, and they're realizing that um, if we keep these people together as a cohesive network, that they can start to, um, to mix and mingle, to collaborate, to look at joint research projects, and also to hire each other, to look at that talent pool. Because yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, I was... I think you're touching on okay, what's, what's the business reason to do this from a certain perspective, uh, but mm-hmm. it's tapping in that knowledge which other guy otherwise gets, uh, gets lost. Yeah. Um, yes. This applies for a research institute. I understand uh, why a, a school could do this for a number of reasons. Um, would uh, a family business or a corporate also should they be interested in this thinking?
1: Mm, well, definitely. And part of the reason why I call the book the alumni way is because I do want people to, to kind of, you know, tweak their mindset about um, their alumni status and a family business, for example, um, can say, well, um, a university or college, uh, my own alma mater, um, which is, you know, your own college or university, um, they might be a, a future client, they might be someone that you can make a collide that you can have collaborations with. Um, you might be able to highlight uh, your um, your products or services within the university community. So it might not be the university themselves that become your client, but indeed people who are connected to the university. It could be the 18 to 35 demographic of students. It could be the staff um, who are particularly upwardly mobile and people that are um, highly engaged. So these could be um, a, um, you know, a prospective client base. Um, and it just also could be a place where you you might be able to um, find market research support and help. So, and uh, a lot of resources that are there. Um, but also, it might be a place that you want to give back because you might want to inspire the next generation to think about okay. you know, either starting a, a family business or get involved in a family business. And um, so you could you could be the guest lecturer in a classroom um, or you know, devise a case study that's linked to your business. Uh, really, the possibilities are endless
0: good to know that uh, that's good to, uh, to share um now if i'd be devil's advocate and be a sure. little cynic uh, i could also state well uh, those companies uh, are going to do this for a branding and marketing purposes only because it look it looks good if you do good as an organization a lot of organizations are doing that and then uh, once you're in that organization you realize hey it's not as good as it was. Uh, presented. Um, what's your advice there? I mean, um, what do organizations have to do to really take ownership of this idea?
1: Yeah, I think it's just about thinking about um, the authenticity of the kinds of relationships they want to build. Um, they, uh, they might find that connecting with the university is going to help them find um, their next talent, you know, their next employees, yeah. And uh, if they have an authentic relationship, if they kind of build a really good relationship with um, their university, uh, that that's something that will help them to be able to have all those really good, meaningful connections. And, and I think a lot of people can see through stuff like that now. I think there's a generation now that, are, uh, that really um, want to find that sense of meaning. They want to um, connect with companies that um, uh, you know, are looking to to have an impact on the greater good, and so universities and you know partnering with with business and corporates have the opportunity to show really positive partnerships. Um, and uh, you know, we can be cynical about them, but hopefully, um, we can. Uh, you know, I'm an optimist, so I kind of hope that there will be um, a level of authenticity in the relationships that are built.
0: Yeah. You, okay. Uh, fair point. But how how can I? Uh... No, my think I was thinking of my high school reunion. Sure. And uh, to some extent, that was a disappointed appointment for me because I mean, these are people I did not connect uh, with over a number of years. And for a number of those people, sorry, you are out there, uh, guys, and girls, uh, there was a reason why is that. Um, so are we So how can you make sure sure it's not, uh, you could say, it doesn't have that high school reunion uh, feeling to it.
1: Oh, I like that. And, you know, it's funny because we often think that there is this myth that everything is about nostalgia. So this is what alumni is about, right? Is that warm and fuzzy feeling? And you know what? There's a lot of people who don't have that warm and fuzzy feeling about their school, about their high school, about their university or college experience. Um, Someone that, you know, you might be inspiring or that you might be inspired by. So I always say it's never, it's never, um, I would never advise anyone to close the doors, keep the doors open, um, you know, let people know that you went to that particular high school, because somebody else might say, Ah, you know, I graduated 10 years after you. um, And I heard about what you're doing. And I'm very inspired by, you know, um, your business or, um, or somebody who graduated um, many times before you,
0: no, no um, I, I absolutely, I mean, I was devil's advocate because I absolutely agree. Uh, you're right. Because I had this experience introducing a couple of people to each other. I asked them to explore what they had in common. Yes. Two, two people in the same organization found out they both were uh, attended the same high school, but 10 years apart. The yes. minute they realized that they had a different connection. Isn't it amazing? It's
1: like, there's like a magic, a sparkle that happens. And, you know, that's the kind of sparkle that, you know, we all kind of want to experience. So that's what I think Alumni Connection can provide us.
0: Yeah. So where do you get your sparkle from your inspiration?
1: That's such a good question. So I I think it all really started because, um, I, you know, I went to, I wasn't first in my family to go to university, but my dad was. So my dad really inspired me, um, uh, to see a passionate, um, you know, path and going to university. And we both went to the same college, um, university of St. Michael's college at the university of Toronto. And so I kind of followed in his footsteps. Um, but I realized that, um, you know, because he was first in his family to go to university, he didn't maybe understand the connections that were out there that he that he had for the rest of his life and that he had to learn that path. He had to understand the people that he was connected to, to be able to to advance his own um, his own education career. And I realized there are probably a lot of people out there that are like my dad. And I started to get curious, and also like myself, who I realized I needed to navigate um the connections that I had and to, to navigate. Uh, and, and once I started working at the university and I saw my friends graduate, um, you know, this is this is this is 20 plus years ago when I first graduated from my undergrad. And I realized that they were struggling. And I'm kind of thinking, but there's all these amazing resources here on this campus, amazing people you could connect to. So I started to kind of play connector. Um, I started doing, you know, this is well before the Internet and, and, you know, social media and LinkedIn. And I started to connect people. And I realized that this is a really powerful thing. And, um, and as we now have these really sophisticated systems, um, I, I, you know, I realized that alumni now have this, it's really democratized the way that um, alumni connection can have. So in an instant, I can connect you Fritz, for example, to um, the woman who is the head of your university's um, alumni office. I met her only uh, a year ago. So I'm happy to connect you to her. And you know, who knows what magic might happen. But equally, I can connect lots of other people. And I like to think of myself as a super connector. And I want other people to also be a super connector.
0: Okay, well, I'll share a secret with you. Uh, Sometimes I call myself a pathological connector, I cannot stop doing it.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. Okay, that's a good, uh, that's a good definition. Yeah. So it's uh, and, and, you know, in some ways, it's such a nice thing to do. Um, it's a really generous thing to do to um, make introductions for others. Um, and I find that uh, this is something that I think a lot of maybe people that are very early career should start to get into the habit of doing. Because yes, once so, you start, yeah. it's just, you it's, know, it's, it's magic. Always,
0: yeah, it's always like a mindset. And um, so what would be the advice to young people starting out on their journey who just graduated? I mean, uh, what, what's, what, what's the key message for them?
1: So I think that the key message um, I feel is that they really need to first, um, you know, spend a little bit of time thinking and reflecting back on their, um, their experience and kind of just make peace with it. So whether it was good or bad, you know, and then say, well, I am going to say that I'm part of this alumni community, whether or not I had a good or a bad um, feeling so that I'm not losing out on any possible connections. And, and, and that's the first step. And the second is really about being curious and being consistent on building your network. So what I mean by being curious is, um, you know, this opportunity to, um, uh, you know, ask curious questions to people um, when you meet them. And, you know, where did you go to um, university? What did you study? All of those kind of basic questions and ask deeper questions and do that on a regular basis. Um, I would suggest to people to have something like, you know, carve out an hour every Friday or once a month on a Friday and, um, you know, go on LinkedIn and reach out to people and ask for an informational interview, which is 15 or 20 minutes of time that you're asking someone's time just to hear about their career trajectory, just listening to their career story. You're not asking for a job. You're not you're just starting to to explore around how people might have got to the same degree as you and how they got to the career they're in today. And that kind of gives you a real glimpse into the kinds of things that you might yourself want to do. Um, And then of course, is the idea of generosity that you can't just always be taking from your network. People will start to notice that. You also have to be generous in giving back. So you might think, oh, I'm a young person. What could I possibly do? There are people who want to go to your university. So talk to prospective students. High school students, talk to um, younger people again, um, inspire them to go to university. These are the kinds of things you can do um, to, um, to support your network.
0: It's, I mean, that, that's very good advice. Very much agree with that as well. Start as young as possible. Yeah. Uh, now, in all those years, you've been uh, looking at the alumni Way, helping networks build communities. Uh, have there been any uh, failures or mistakes you've made along the way? And what did you learn from
1: them? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, so I guess, um, for me, uh, when I when I first moved, when I first moved to Ireland 20 years ago, um, I realized that I, um, I kind of, I jumped in with two feet. And, and they wouldn't say that it was a—it was not a failure or. A, but I just learned from my experience that um, I um, I needed to really get a sense on how different alumni connections were going to be in Ireland. So I, you know, you can't take when I left Canada and just kind of, you know, um, map that to what would happen in Ireland. So I went from uni- working in a university there to working for a university here, and I needed to do a lot more listening, Fritz, and a lot more. Um, understanding about um, Irish culture and around how the university operates and I think that that would have helped to bring out um, more quickly the kinds of alumni relationships um, in my new role uh, that that could have been even done better and um, so that's something I think I would have uh, would have changed but I, I think I learned and now after a long time being here I'm realizing that you know, we all have unique ways, whether you're in, you know, different parts of Europe or Asia or Africa. Um, it's just about, you know, gauging um, the best ways to build um, your network and take that cue from your kind of local community.
0: Okay. So, may I assume that although we have cultural differences, uh, it's a global um, issue? I mean, uh, yeah. around the globe, you, you see people. Um, interested in this type of thinking?
1: Yes, absolutely. And that's, so when I, when I launched my book uh, last year, I, uh, I had um, events like um, around the world online um, and they were across 17 countries and across uh, five continents. So you realize that the message is really resonating with people uh, that, um, that we need to kind of, you know, we have to rethink about alumni connection that sometimes alumni and the word alumni in some parts of the world is always um, connected to fundraising so people then really shy away from connecting to their university because they're worried that the university will ask them for money and i always say to them you know break free from that thinking because the only person who that's hurting is you so you know make make sure that you know there's a way that if you want to do something like build your brand What better way than to meet loads of people who have done the same thing or who have done things that you're interested in and you have connections to them right now and that's through your alumni network.
0: Great advice. Maria, this topic is dear to my heart that's why uh, it's a shame that we've almost run out of time but before we end, I want to ask you are there any takeaways you want to give the audience Um, this is the brand called you, uh, can you make a link between the Lumina way and your personal brand there?
1: Sure. Um, when you're building your personal brand, um, it's, it's also part of building your network. So you are as strong as the network around you. So you can think about, um, who you want to, to bring around you in your network. Um, and that can be done through your alumni connections and, um, don't be shy. People love to hear from you. Um, I think that's a really, that's a one for people to, that's a hard one for people to, to understand, but it is really true. If you get a, a LinkedIn message, I know that if I do, I get excited to want to go and connect with someone who's maybe a younger, new grad, and that helps to build your brand. And the second one is being consistent. So create an alumni Friday and go out consistently and build your, your build your network. And that will help to build your brand.
0: Great advice. And Maria, again, I really loved uh, talking to you, uh, and I now understand why you call yourself the alumni trailblazer. You definitely are, and I hope a lot of people will pick up on the lessons you've shared with us. So, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world.